This is Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. I'm Scott Bertram, and with me today is Christina Caramo. She is the Secretary of State candidate, Republican, here in Michigan. Find out more at ChristinaCaramo.com, at Christina Caramo on Twitter. Christina, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Checking in here with just days to go before Election Day. The first question I want to ask is, how are you feeling? What are you hearing from people on the ground? How do you feel about the way things will go next week? I'm feeling extremely excited about Election Day. We've been working really hard. We've done over 350 events across the state of Michigan. We've been working very hard to push into non-traditional Republican spaces to talk to people about why the Office for Secretary of State is so critical for the well-being of the state of Michigan. This is really not a partisan role, irrespective of political affiliation. Everyone wants efficient and friendly service at their branch offices and wants secure and honest elections. This is why this race is so critical. And so we're really trying to share with people that many citizens, irrespective of party, have the same concerns regarding the Secretary of State's office. And I'm committed to serving all Michiganders. And so we're really displaying how I will be depoliticizing the office of Michigan Secretary of State to ensure that people are well taken care of. Polling, as much as we can trust or believe in it, would tell us at least that momentum is on the side of Republicans in Michigan from the gubernatorial race to Secretary of State to Attorney General. The statewide candidates have been picking up steam in recent weeks. To what do you attribute that? I think that there is a massive shift in momentum. We saw uh, two nights ago we were in Dearborn, Michigan, which, again, Dearborn is perceived as a Democratic stronghold, and there was a massive rally for about 300 people there. And what's happening is the people have realized the Democratic Party has abandoned them, and they are no longer liberal. You know, a party that used to be different, I mean, I'm a conservative. I'm never going to change on that regard. However, you can have an honest dialogue between a conservative and a liberal, and we still would agree that the Constitution is the foundation of our country and that our constitutional rights are non-negotiable. But now what we're seeing is that the Democratic Party has been taken over by these people who don't care about your rights, The only thing they claim to care about is abortion. It's all they're focused on this entire election cycle, some radical agenda where they want abortion up to birth, and they're advocating for, you know, minors to be able to get transgendered surgery without parental consent. And like in Dearborn, what caused this uprising is that these books are just clearly pornographic. If I read these books at a social gathering, people would ask me to leave. However, they're acceptable for our children to read. So when people are seeing things like this and when they point out the obvious people, the the Democratic Party leadership in there and their actors call people bigots, then people began to realize that something has run afoul and I can no longer support these people. So it's not necessarily that we're going to see a massive shift of people becoming Republican. However, there will be a massive shift of people voting Republican this cycle because the Democratic Party has just gone so far that it's no longer American what they're advocating for. Christina Caramo is with us. She's the Republican candidate for Secretary of State in Michigan. You just told us one of your goals for the office is to depoliticize the Secretary of State's office. Should we read into that, that our current Secretary of State has been too politicized for the role? Yeah, she's making decisions that are clearly designed to disenfranchise concerned citizens, and she's using the office to give people an advantage outside of the law. Uh, The reality is the Secretary of State should not be about putting their finger on the scale to make it an advantage or disadvantage others. You're simply supposed to just follow the law. It is up to the legislatures to determine how our elections are to be ran, and the Secretary of State is supposed to ensure that the laws are complied with. 
uh, my opponent has been slapped down by a judge for the fifth time regarding uh, her breaking of the law. This recent, it's about two weeks ago, for her breaking of the Administrative Procedures Act, again, and also for her breaking Michigan election law, suppressing the rights of poll challengers. My opponent is going around making false claims on the media that there will probably be violence and disruption on Election Day. There is no evidence to corroborate that claim. If I was Secretary of State and there was threats of violence and disruption on Election Day against our clerks and election workers, I would not be going to the media. I would be going to the police, filing uh, incident reports and things of that nature. I would not be going to the media. My opponent has provided no evidence to back up this claim. We recently filed a lawsuit in the city of Detroit Mm -hmm. regarding their usage of a machine which is completely illegal. This is a privately funded machine, $750,000 privately funded machine, partially funded by the Center for Technology and Civic Life, which we know is uh, funded solely by uh, Mark Zuckerberg. So you have a California billionaire bankrolling aspects of Michigan's election and bankrolling a machine that's illegal for use in our election that are, quote-unquote, verifying signatures in Detroit, when in reality it's the Board of Election Inspectors that's supposed to do that. So when we put out our lawsuit, my opponent's response is that we're all lying. But for her to say that, when there's evidence, there's a paper trail, there's purchase orders of this machine, and the law is clear, uh, for her to just respond, they're all lying. It just shows you what this woman's up to. She's a radical ideologue, not a public servant about following the law. And we can't have this in our elections because when you think about it, This is the only way we, the people, maintain control of our government. In the state of Michigan, the Secretary of State's race used to only be about a $500,000 race. This cycle, my opponent has had over $8 million in support. That makes no sense. And an overwhelming majority of the funds come from out of Michigan. So this is why this is so dangerous. Michiganders are on the verge of losing control of Michigan. This is not happening for no reason that you have Bloomberg and Soros pumping millions upon millions. I mean, Bloomberg just put in another $2 million into the Michigan SOS race. Hmm. Why are they doing this? Why does Bloomberg care about the Michigan Secretary of State race? That should tell you something. It's not over driver's license. It's over about control of our election system. And so this should encourage people to really ensure that they get out and vote and vote for me, Christina Caramo, for Secretary of State, because I don't have some secret agenda or I don't have some secret donors. No, I'm just an everyday mom from Michigan who wants to ensure that my children live free and that we maintain control of our elections and they operate per the rule of law. That's simple. So that should people need to really understand what's going on here. This is not your typical Secretary of State's race. Christina, I want to ask you also about Prop 2, which will be on the ballot in Michigan, uh, which would change some of the voting rules and regulations across the state. We had former Secretaries of State out this past week uh, urging voters to vote no on Prop 2. Uh, saying it takes away some of the safeguards in our elections. Were you surprised at all to see the former secretary speak out so fervently against Prop 2? No, not at all. I mean, if you think about it in the past, we didn't have these type of issues. We see with my common sense individuals like our former secretaries of state would be against Proposition 2. You're talking about private money in elections, which I already pointed out to an issue that's causing right now this privately funded $750,000 machine that's being illegally used in our elections. You also have the issue of them doing away with ID requirements and the argument that somehow requiring ID disenfranchises certain people is nonsense. Let's remember this, folks. Whose job is it to ensure that citizens have an ID? Secretary of State. And people need an ID to do more than just vote. You need an ID to have a bank account, to get a job, do all types of things to be a meaningful participant in society. You need an ID to do. 
So the reality is that my opponent is obviously failing at her job if you have large segments of the population without an ID. The answer is not doing away with ID requirements. The answer is to ensure that individuals have an ID. But let's be honest, this is not about helping people who may not have an ID. This is about making fraud easier. Once again, Proposition 2 is largely being funded by out-of-state actors. Why is millions of dollars being cranked in to change for out-of-state to change Michigan's Constitution? That's your concern, everyone. And it's going to make voter fraud very, very easy. And then on top of it, they want to have more drop boxes and, as I mentioned, nine days of early in-person voting. Mm-hmm. Again, it's going to make it very easy to not just commit fraud, but also it's going to create a scenario where it's very easy for errors to occur. And it's going to create so much chaos in the local clerk's office that it will make administering elections very difficult. You know, the thing about it is our elections have so many moving parts. And that's, I think, um, I I personally believe that our elections are way too complicated. I mean, you're just thinking of math, math that goes into columns. And I know that may sound oversimplified, but it's more complex than that. But you have different candidates and it's just math, it's just adding. And and this one function is adding. But yet we have all these moving parts. And what's occurring with all these moving parts is that it's creating more failure points in our election system. So to add nine days of early voting, in addition to allowing multiple municipalities to vote in one location, you're going to create mass, mass chaos. And also, if it's been interesting, if Prop 2 was so great, where are all the clerks asking for it? As a matter of fact, the clerks I've talked to are terrified about it. They think it's the worst idea ever. So why is it that the people who actually are involved in administering our elections against it, but these out-of-state actors are all for them and Jocelyn Benson? Well, it's because they want systemic election fraud to be cemented in Michigan's Constitution. That way, Michiganders no longer have control over our state. That's what's going on. Christina, if Prop 2 does pass and you are elected Secretary of State, how would that change your ability to create some of the change that you want to do as part of being Secretary of State? It's going to make administering our elections extremely expensive. It's going to be very, very expensive. And what I don't want to see is that the cost be burdened on the local municipalities. That's one of the problems that happens. Whenever the executive branch comes up with a fancy idea, oftentimes the price falls on the local municipality to, to fund. Like, for example, the tabulation machines we use in our local precinct, the local municipality has to pay for that. And then the Secretary of State dictates what machines they can utilize, but then the local municipality is still responsible for funding it. So this is the challenge with the passage of Prop 2 passes, that whatever administrative directives are necessary to secure our elections, considering that this proposition would create so many failure points, that cost will be falling on the local municipalities. So as Secretary of State, I'm going to do everything I can to petition our legislature to provide more funding for our elections for the local municipality, because ultimately, whenever the local municipality has an increase in financial responsibility, they pass that cost onto the taxpayer and want to raise everyone's taxes. We don't want to see that happen. So that's one of the things I'm going to do. But I will be required by law to fulfill those obligations because it's now in our state's constitution. So irrespective of my personal feelings, I don't have a choice but to follow the law because I'm a rule of law person. So, you know, it would just be very expensive, um, but we would just have to uh, roll up our sleeves and do the necessary work to ensure that Michiganders can have secure, honest, and transparent elections. A final question for Christina Caramo with us here, ChristinaCaramo.com, at Christina Caramo on Twitter if you want to follow 
there might be voters who uh, admit that the current secretary of state is not doing a great job, but perhaps you're not convinced that you deserve a vote. What is your affirmative case to vote for Christina Caramo for secretary of state? We have a plan. I have a team of former SOS agents already assembled to hit the ground running, and I have an understanding of our election system. I have been able to talk in great detail about the various needs that are required to improve the quality of our elections. Our elections are the only way that we, the people, maintain control of our government. When it comes to managing our voter registration database, that's one pillar of ensuring that we have an accurate election. This is not a complicated thing. Even though it is a dynamic system maintaining our voter registration database, people move, people die, people turn 18 constantly. However, the Secretary of State has all the necessary tools in their purview to ensure that they can have an accurate voter registration database. And with so many Michiganders exercising their constitutional right to vote absentee, we need to ensure that that voter registration database is accurate. Additionally, we need to ensure that we're securing the process. Michigan lacks the necessary chain of custody procedures, especially in terms of our absentee balance. As I just previously mentioned, that people have a constitutional right to vote absentee. People also have a constitutional right to a secure election. And so I have a plan of deploying the necessary chain of custody procedure, the way every step of the way we can ensure that the absentee ballot is being handled securely. And additionally, we're going to have increased oversight, and we want to encourage citizen participation in a lawful manner, not disruptive, but in a lawful manner to ensure that we have more confidence in our system. Also, in terms of our branch office operations, we need our walk-in and appointment system. I have no intention on doing away with the appointment system because it does benefit a lot of people's lives. However, we need to ensure that we also have the walk-in system because especially for low-income people who many times are unbanked or underbanked and also seniors, the walk-in system is necessary for them because getting an appointment can be very difficult because of maybe lack of Internet or computer access, but also the inability to navigate the realities of the Internet for that can be difficult for many seniors. Mm-hmm. Also, one of the things that I'm committed to doing is working with our legislature to identify every area we can lower the cost of business for people as they go into branch offices. The SOS brings in about $2.9 billion a year into the state of Michigan. Only 7% of that actually goes to run the Michigan Department of State. So it's safe to point out that people of Michigan are paying way too much money inside the Secretary of State's office. So I will be committed to working to lower those fees. So I am here because I love the state of Michigan. I have no other agenda. My background is in education. I prefer my quiet life. However, sometimes you have to step out there and do something that is necessary in order to maintain our freedom. And I'm committed to freedom. So if you want to be free and ensure that you have control over the election system, not an individual managing corruption, then you need to vote for Christina Caramo for Michigan Secretary of State. Christina Caramo, again, on the ballot Tuesday for Secretary of State. Republican, ChristinaCaramo.com, at Christina Caramo on Twitter. Christina, thanks so much for joining us here on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. Thank you. God bless.